Welcome to the Sideman Designer. It's a podcast for supporting players, for people in the cast who keep the show running and the band playing, the people who help bring everyone together to deliver their best performance. Episode 5. We are five episodes in to this uh, one-sided conversational party. I'm pretty excited still. It's uh, It feels really good to be recording this week on week, adds a little bit of rhythm, a little bit of routine. Although today is Thursday, usually I record on a Friday, but uh, I have the luxury of being out on site with a client later today and engaging some work with them tomorrow. Um, so, you know, I'm fitting this in where I can this week. I don't know if having a, a fixed day to record is going to do me any better going forward, but you know, we'll have to play it by ear and see how it goes. As long as I get this conversation down on tape and recorded out uh, out and sent out into the wilds every Monday, that'll keep me happy, keep my anxiety levels low. Uh, I've changed location today. I've changed location. I am sat in my kitchen with a cup of coffee staring out of the window. The sky is looking a little cloudy, but the sun is beaming through. It's really warm and that makes me feel good. It makes me feel feel set for my day going out and, and working with some people. I don't know about you, but I think a bit of sunshine is always going to bring a smile to our faces. So this might be a bit of a shorter episode this week. I've recently finished, as of last night, as of Wednesday evening, I finished Warren Burger's A More Beautiful Question. Um, I absolutely loved this book. I absolutely loved this book. Um, my work and the position I'm, I'm trying to set myself up in is definitely driven by questioning. I am a UX designer. I am a workshop facilitator. I focus a lot on discovery work and helping people find the problems that they want to solve as much as I do providing solutions. So uh, learning how to ask better questions is really, really beneficial. And honestly, I find it really, really interesting. I find the, the makeup of a question really interesting. I find the, the drive and the impetus behind a question really, really interesting. So this book, uh, it was a lot of food for thought. It really gave me a lot to chew on. Um, and I wanted to just to share a few things that kind of resonated with me specifically and then uh, encourage you all to go and buy it because it's a great book. Um, I first found out about Warren on the IDOU podcast. He was uh, having a chat with the presenters there all about questioning and how we should introduce questioning into our lives and into our work. And he talked about the book and being uh, something of an Amazon addict, uh, I was straight on there and I, I bought it um, thinking it would be useful material. I wasn't quite prepared for how useful and how beneficial and how impactful the title was going to be. But it's really given me a lot of fuel to start asking better questions and start to think about the, uh, the component parts of the questions that I want to ask and how to follow up on those a lot better. So the book is broken up into a kind of, it's got a narrative arc around it almost, I say almost, um, there's no kind of fixed story as you get with some of these sort of informational titles, but he does share a lot of stories in the book and lots of 
uh, episodes where people have used questioning to great effect. So it presents a, a model which is based around why, what, if and how. Generally when we're framing questions and setting up questions, we're always going to start with a why. We're going to dig in and we're going to question the status quo of something. We want to immediately try and open the door to why something is like something else or why does something behave in a particular way or why do you do such a thing like that. We start our lines of questioning with a why. And so Warren sets up the book uh, from the starting point of why. He then opens into the secondary stage of questioning around what if. What if we connect this battery to a banana to try and solve our problem? What if we don't drink coffee for a week and see how that affects us? It frames the approach for your questioning and you know it gives your brain opportunity to kind of put together this connective and kind of contextual inquiry, bringing together some disparate concepts maybe of things that you've uh, that are completely outside of the realm of the question, but they they're, they're all going to come together and these thoughts are going to start melding and meshing and help you move further on your journey with these questions. You know, what if can remove restrictions? You can just blow the doors off and go wild with some kind of real open door thinking. Or, you know, you can go in and you can add add constraints with the what if. You know, an example he used in the book was, uh, was what if we could only sell this service for $10? Lastly, you're going to move into a, a phase of how. How do we do this? How do we approach a solution for this question? And he expands on the how with something which is quite common for a lot of designers and part of a lot of ideation processes, which is approaching the how question as how might we or how might I? Rather than how can or how should or how must is how might. It removes a level of obligation from the question and it doesn't anchor you to any one particular direction. By saying how might we, we can open multiple hows around our why and our what if to, to kind of focus our attention on different avenues that we might want to approach. So following the, the kind of the, the three part method for asking better questions, there were a lot of wonderful little insights around finding your own beautiful question. Something that you can live with, that you can let grow and, and that really drives you to make change. And there were a couple of parts, kind of subtopics within this kind of latter part of the book that I found, I found really, almost I would say inspiring. And there was a concept of starting questioning with what we already have. And he asks the question, 
what is important to you, what in your current sphere of interest is important to you, what skills do you have that are important to you. Because you're already going to have a lot of these things in your arsenal that you can use to start a line of questioning or approach a particular problem. There was a really, really nice quote from uh, life coach Eric Maisel. And he asks, what did I love doing as a child? And I thought, that is a really, really good point. There's no reason that in my mid-30s, I still can't be approaching things or utilising activities that I found really fun when I was a kid. What things, what activities, what stuff did I enjoy doing when I was younger that maybe I don't do now that I've forgotten about that I could still do? And asking these questions, what's important to you and what did I love doing as a child, it really doubles down on identifying what we're naturally drawn to. Because I think that if you're trying to work towards something which is maybe not particularly resonant with you, you're going to give up on it. It's not going to feel worthwhile. And you need to have that kind of magnetism and that synergy with the question that you're asking because you're going to want to solve it you're going to want to dwell on it you're going to want to live with it for a while there was a follow-on statement that asked what brings out the best in me which is kind of leading on from this identifying what we're naturally drawn to and you have to kind of think what things that I do really make me feel happy really make me shine as I'm doing them and how can I bring these things into my life maybe into my work just to improve the status quo and start to find ways to ask a better question And it, all of this kind of got me thinking and it's kind of set up a new, line of, a new line of thinking for me around some of the services that I'm offering and some of the position that I'm putting myself in right now to drive kind of my business forward and hopefully make me a little happier in my own life as well. I haven't right now got a really solid question that's resonating with me but I don't think that matters. I think trying to identify some of these things that maybe I walked through when I was a child or that maybe I've forgotten or that I've ignored by finding some of these things that I'm naturally drawn to might help unlock the, the question that I want to ask that's going to drive me forward for the next year two years, three years, five years. So if you've got a question that you're asking yourself right now, I'd be really pleased to hear it. I'd be really, really uh, happy to talk about things that are driving you forward right now. Um, 
what are you exploring? What uh, are you? What are you bringing extra to your work or your life? That's kind of giving you that little bit of extra motivation. I'd really encourage you to go and buy a copy of More Beautiful Question by Warren Berger. Uh, you can find a link to that on the show notes page on my website, uh, or it should be available from all other good booksellers. Last time uh, I mentioned that I was setting up a Patreon account to help give a little more weight and a little more longevity to the podcast, um, and maybe so that I can go out and get some interviews with people, have a sit-down chat with some really interesting folk, buy them a cup of coffee, and kind of dig into some of the things that they find interesting and that is driving their life and their work. So the Patreon account is now live, it's now set up, it is patreon.com forward slash Tom Jepson Creative. You can you can get on there if you want to donate a dollar. That'd be great. If you want to donate three dollars, that'd be great. Three dollars would buy a cup of coffee for someone that I want to have an interview with. Every little helps. If you don't want to donate, feel free to share the links around. As always, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your morning to have a listen to me ramble on about things that I find interesting. Uh, you can find me on the web, tomjepsoncreative.work, on the Instagram, tomjepsoncreative, on Twitter, at the Pixel Grid. And if you ever want to have a chat, you ever want to have a little Skype, just talk about something that's resonating with you, feel free to reach out. Have a great week, and I'll speak to you soon.